The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. <laughs> We're all wizards uh, at our own craft. We are. And he, and, and he certainly is. Let's, uh, let's, um, let's let our geek out. Let's do this. from her closet high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, Leanne Philipson. The word detoxify, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is to remove a harmful substance, such as a poison or a toxin, or the effect of such, and to render this harmful substance harmless. Well, what might spring to mind is over alcohol, too many drugs, some sort of poison going in where there's been an overdose situation or an over something. But in my circles, detox is usually seen more as removing food or drinks from your daily diet for a period of time with the view that it's gonna cleanse your body and all your previous sins of everything that you've enjoyed over the past whatever. What's interesting is that someone will put themselves on a detox diet for a period of time with all the potions and pills while thinking actually that they're doing some sort of cleanse and all of a sudden they find themselves, huh, I'm eating way healthier than I used to. That daily glass of wine or beer, it's gone. The sugar, well, no, I'm not gonna have that while I'm on my detox. Coffee, oh, I have to get rid of that too. All of those things that are seen as not healthy, they go. The headaches, well, that starts this process. The body aches and the overall, ugh feeling that you put yourself through as you do this detox just has me shaking my head going, why? Why put yourself through this? Really, the process of detoxification is what the body does every single day. It relies on your liver, it relies on your kidneys, your urinary system, your skin, your lymph system, your lungs even. As you take in oxygen, take a breath in and you breathe it out, well, that's carbon dioxide. You just detoxified. And if you can't do all of that and have your digestive system working properly, then everything gets backed up. Have you ever been constipated? Well, yeah, that means you're not detoxifying. Getting what's not needed out of your body happens at every single moment of the day. And that can cause a host of symptoms. When I actually Googled detoxification, I saw questions like, how can I detoxify my body in a day? That is the number one thing that people tend to ask. What do I need to do? What potions do I need to look at? And of course, as I Google this, there's like a million ads for all the products that you can take and drink and, and do to cleanse your system. The sooner that we realize that this is really our individual long game, the better. As I started reaching for this episode, I realized that we actually have never done a deep dive into the almighty detox, maybe because I kind of feel each week that my encouragement to you to eat more fruits, more vegetables, eat those proteins, and ditch those refined foods, along with all the sugar and the white stuff, is in actual fact supporting your body to detox better. So there might be more to come on that, but in this episode, I want to introduce you to the concept of detox, but take it further to drainage. What do you think of when I say drainage, Chris? Uh, I think, uh, well, a sewer drain, I guess, would be my first thought. Okay. Um, drain, yeah, sink drain, tub drain. Yep. I don't think of my body yep. as, as drainage, right? I mean, it's no stuff you see every day out there. Yeah. Well, the analogy of everything you've just said fits because thinking that, let's say you turn on the tap in the kitchen yeah. and the water, you see the water going down and that's getting rid of the food bits from the plates or whatever it is that you're, wa that you're washing. And that waste water just goes whoosh down the drain, hopefully without any backup or any blockage. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I have a wife and two daughters and a son who's uh, has like surfer hair. So yes. there's no such thing as drainage in my household. None. No, what, none whatsoever. 
it's pretty bad. And then you see what happens, right? What everything comes up, the shower gets blocked, the sink is blocked. Well, if you take that into your own body, that is what's happening. Interesting. Crap's getting backed up. Stuff's not getting out, just like the water you want to go down the shower. Why not, right? The drainage that I'm talking about, though, is on a cellular level, right? Like all our little billions of cells in our body, getting our stuff out of the cells, making sure that we're flushing it through the system, getting the bad stuff out and taking the good stuff in. You just you just need the stuff to be in the right places. And then with the proper drainage, pretty much any symptom that you're suffering with, I believe, can be positively impacted because your body is draining. Think about the cleansing that you do every day. Hopefully you have a shower, you brush your teeth, you wash your hair, and you wash your face. Daily, you're taking care of cleansing. You're detoxing what's on the surface and you're cleansing it off. But what about internally? I often explain drainage to my cells that it's like an internal shower for the inside, the bits that you can't always touch and you can't think about or you don't think about and you don't see. Cleansing happens on a cellular level. What you might only think is a basic cleansing or elimination happening in the bathroom without having a pee or a poo. Well, I, I got a question. How many times do you actually pee a day? Chris, I'm going to put you right on the spot oh, here. Oh, gosh. I don't think I can count it on the digits I have. I pee a lot. Okay. Yeah, a lot. And that may, it might have something to do with how much I drink. It's an obvious connection, but I mean, I, and it's usually not a lot at, at one time. It's a little bit a lot. Interesting. Right. That's sort mm. of, yeah. yeah. Mm. That piqued my interest there because sometimes <laughs> that can be a bit of a problem. Only you. We, we get. Oh, only well, you are the only person in the world that that would, <laughs> would pique their interest. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It is a warranted question, though. True. Because even getting up in the middle of the night, peeing multiple times in the night, our bodies don't necessarily need to do that. But we'll come on to a little bit more about that. But think about it. How many times do you go for a pee every day? Really, it should be around six, I would say. At the same time as counting how many times you pee, you really also need to look at the color. Is it light straw color or is it a bit more yellow brownish color? You really want to be drinking enough so that it is a light straw color. So for someone like Chris, who's peeing a lot during the day, that's another, that's like a step two to have a look at your pee and think, ooh, ooh that's interesting. I'm peeing a lot and it's really dark. Hmm. Right. We need to, we need to ask some more questions here. Now, how about your bowel movements? Are they daily? Are they easy to pass? Does your stool break in the water and also that it's not too smelly? It's the ideal situation of elimination. And if not, that actually really needs some attention. With your bathroom habits being one of the last steps of detoxifying, with the help of my guest today, Jason Persaud, he is also known as Coach Jay. He's with me today, and we're going to go deeper on this, starting with what on earth is going on in your cells, what exactly is drainage, and of course, why should you care? Jason Persaud is a holistic health practitioner who works with predominantly chronic disease and chronic pain. Coach Jay, as he's known, his mission is to simplify the complex reality that's the human body by teaching individuals how to navigate through the layers of what he calls the human condition. He's an ex-bodybuilder who realized that fitness does not equal health and longevity after he became sick with candida, also known as yeast. Totally took over his gut, his mind, his body, and he says even his soul. Coach Jay phased out of the fitness world and into the holistic health world, both in his personal life and his work life. He now has an international practice, helping over 350 clients in under a year with the use of EAV testing. Uh, it's a particular machine and computer program. And really his whole holistic approach, his mind, and really how he treats the body. This is gonna be a fascinating discussion. Jason to eat this with Leanne. Thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so excited about hearing all the things you're about to share with us and 
clear up for myself and also our listeners about detox versus drainage. So can you tell us a bit about yourself first and tell us like, what's the work you do? What, what is it that you do? What, what's got you to the place where you're at right now? Leanne, I have to say thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. Uh, you know, this is a question that many people talk about and bring up. So I'm excited to kind of get into it. But before we get there, I'm Jason Bursad. I'm a holistic health practitioner. I started as a strength and conditioning coach uh, probably about 10 years ago, and I've kind of transitioned into a holistic health practitioner. And it's because I'm driven to work with people who have chronic pain and chronic disease, the people that kind of fall through the cracks of our medical system, our, you know, holistic health system, so to put it, like there's just people who are struggling to find answers and I had to discover a lot of the answers for myself in order to solve um, depression-like symptoms that I suffered with five years ago, along with really bad IBS that kind of was on the tail end of my bodybuilding career. You know, I learned some things along right. that process, right? So, you know, I, I this is a self-healing journey that I went through and I now just apply to people who are in the situation that I was once in. Um, and I love it. I love to work with people who feel like they're up against the wall and they have no options and we start creating options and changes and kind of put that light at the end of the tunnel again for people to have a a goal, a focus, a drive to reach a place and not just accept that they need to be in pain for the rest of their life. Mm. Yeah, I can I can feel the nods of our <laughs> listeners going, oh, yeah, that would be amazing to be in that situation of of no pain or and also just that, like you said, that that feeling of falling through the cracks of I need an answer. I don't think it's supposed I don't think I'm supposed to feel like this. Thank you for doing the work that you do and for, you know, for being out there in the world. So can you start off with a how would you describe detoxification. Let's start with the detox side of this conversation. Okay. So how would I describe detox? I, I will, you know, take a quick step back and say that most people who suffer with chronic pain and chronic disease have an issue with detoxification. They have an issue with getting toxic load out of the body. So that is why we're talking about the topic of drainage and, and detoxification and what it entails. So, right. you know, detoxification is essentially the body's ability to process toxins and get them out of the body. And the primary issue with that in today's world is that we're just overburdened with toxic load in comparison to the centuries that humans have lived with very minimal toxic load on the system. So if we think about the human system, right, we have our major ones, which is the large intestine, the kidneys, and the liver, right? Those are the big ones that most people know about that drive detoxification. But in all honesty, your skin is a huge detoxifier. Your mm -hmm. lungs are huge detoxifiers. And there's plenty more, but those are like the, the big five that I would really focus on. And so when we talk about detoxification, you know, in a allopathic sense or medical sense, most people really just focus on the liver and the kidneys. You know, we look at uh, uh, creatine kinase. We look at ALT, AST. Those are like your enzymatic blood values that your doctor may be running. And the problem with that is by the time those values are out of the norm, as according to your doctor, things are already really, really bad. You know, things are already in a bad scenario. And when you're, when you just rhymed off all of those, uh, ALTs, which I'm yes. not even, I'm not even sure about, would, would that be something that, that would be showing up on a blood test? A doctor would say, let's, yeah, let's check your are, blood. Yeah. Those are typical blood work that a doctor would do looking okay. specifically at the liver and the kidney. Yes, and the main course. issue is that by the time something is wrong with those values in your blood, like things are already going really, really wrong. Like your, your, your organs are almost failing at that point in time. And wow. most of the people who have chronic disease, meaning it's not acute, it's something that's been around for a really, really long time, the body has this like adapted mechanism to higher toxic load. And so you can have all this congestion within the liver, but it won't necessarily reflect on um, blood work, right? Like how many people have congested bile and gallbladder issues, but within their blood work, their livers are fine. So when right. it comes to detoxification, we have to look at the system as a whole. We need to assess the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, the skin, 
Um, you know, we can see a lot going on in the whites of the eyes. Like the body has so many cues to tell you what's going on. And, you know, based off of it being winter right now, a lot of people got dry skin. This tends to be the time when eczema and psoriasis comes up. We have to understand that your skin is a huge detox organ. So if there's something going on on the skin, that means your body's trying to get something out because the typical mechanisms, large intestine, um, liver, kidneys probably are not functioning at the optimal level. And there's some level of uh, backup in the system. So detoxification is really, is the body getting things out properly? And I will go as far to say that if you're constipated, you are not detoxifying properly. You're actually <laughs> reintoxicating the system, you know? And yeah, I, I brought that one up already. I don't think yeah. we think about that. You wouldn't think, oh, I'm constipated, so I'm not detoxifying. That wouldn't be your first thought. <laughs> no. And, you know, I would say 80% of my clientele, 85% of my chronic pain, chronic disease clientele are like, you know, I go two or three days, four days without pooping. And it's been like that since I was born. My doctor said that's normal for me. And I'm like, in what world is pooping every couple of days normal? And, and I always try to bring people back to, you know, the, the innocence of a baby or like a, a pet dog. You know, if your dog does not poop once a day or your baby is not pooping multiple times a day, you would assume that there is something wrong. But because we're adults, we think that it's all of a sudden the same rules don't apply to us. Like something mm -hmm. changes once we hit a certain age. And so that's the funniest thing that I have to re-educate, you know, I have to change that ideology with my clients almost in the first appointment, because if you don't change that perspective, then people go on thinking that they don't have a toxicity issue because their blood work is fine. And there, there's no other reasons that say they have a toxic load in the system. And, and so, you know, detoxification, are you pooping every day? Um, are you hydrated? You know, are you, um, are, is your liver doing okay? Is your, are your kidneys doing okay? And I mean, symptomology, like dark circles around your eyes, that's a kidney conversation, right? Mm. So I, I think there's a lot of, um, miseducation and awareness when it comes to the idea of detoxification. And I mean, we could talk for days on this one topic, to be honest with you. I know, I know. <laughs> now you just mentioned, uh, the dark circles under your eyes. You've mentioned yes. psoriasis, you've mentioned eczema, you've mentioned constipation. Are there yes. any other, uh, anything else that anyone listening can say, oh, there's a sign. So are there any well, other signs that, that you see with your clients where, where you immediately know, okay, yes, your liver, you're having difficulty? If anyone is having um, digestive issues, any sort of heartburn, any sort of nausea with high fat meals, any sort of like bloating and gas, I always go as far to say as any sort of GI distress is a sign of a detoxification issue because a lot of your digestive juices come from the liver. So right. if people have issues with digestion, then I know the liver is compromised to some sort of degree. Right. And that already says that you're going to have issues detoxifying because it's just, it's, it's what we would call the causal chain, right? So right. you have digestive issues, which means the liver has some sort of issue with it. And that in turn means that you can't detoxify as well as you should be. And I mean, another big one that's common and pretty much all chronic disease clients or pain clients is high stress. How many of mm. us are in fight or flight? And, you know, a lot of people are constipated because they're in fight or flight. <laughs> They're either constipated right. or they have diarrhea. Those are kind of like your two options, right? Right. And, you know, funny enough, a lot of people who have diarrhea, meaning, you know, just watery stool are actually tend to be constipated and impacted, which is a whole conversation of itself, right? Wow. So we, we want to just understand that in my world, if you have a digestive issue, you already have a detoxification issue. If you are high stress and in fight or flight, your body is not putting detoxification at the top of the list. It's in survival mode. So this is where you can really start to understand why someone is in a chronic pain situation or a chronic disease situation or has psoriasis that just will not go away because right. I've already spoken about, you know, three the very distinct layers that can take months to address and if you don't really go through these layers trying to solve these health concerns that people are, are working on becomes very difficult and this is why the medical system you know is what it is because people don't necessarily have the patient's time effort and energy to go 
through this holistic manner and trying to really take control of their health. Right. With anyone that's listening and thinks, you know, oh yeah, I do have diarrhea a lot of the time. That is worthy of a conversation with your doctor first. Of course, someone like Jason is the right, you know, is a, is a super resource for you. But I always encourage my clients, please make sure that you've discussed any situation that you now might think, oh, actually that's not normal. Yeah. Go, go have a chat with your doctor first and then move on from there because they'll make sure they'll do their checks um, to make sure that there's nothing that needs further investigation there as well. Okay, so let's move on to drainage. Can you explain drainage like you're talking to a school-age kid who knows just a bit of science, just so we keep it on that level, please? Yeah, totally. So uh, let me, we're, let's use a, uh, a sewer drain as our kind of frame of reference here. So we, got a sewer, we got a sewer drain, and during the summer, there aren't any leaves you know, on the ground. And so water, you know, it rains and the water goes through the sewer drain and that's draining, right? That is our collection system going down into the sewer and where it's supposed to go, which is off of the road, right? Right. But that's our goal, right? That is what we would call drainage. Now, let's say you have all that crap, you know, down inside of that drain and then it needs to be processed. So somewhere down the road, you know, obviously through the sewer system, there is a processing plant which processes what goes down through the drain, which we could call detoxification. So if it's now fall or winter and you got a bunch of ice or leaves covering the sewer drain and you have this overflow of water on the top in the road, then you could assume someone is not draining. Well, if someone's not draining, then they're definitely not detoxifying. Right. And let's say that there is a we can also put it in the mechanism of let's say that the drain is open. There's no leaves. There's no ice. There's no uh, snow. And so everything is draining properly. All the water is draining properly. But the processing plant, a.k.a. your liver or your kidneys, are all backed up and not functioning properly. Or maybe you're in fight or flight. And so the the processing plant is at a, a skeleton crew, a lowered capacity. Well, then there's going to be another backup in the system. So detoxification is really your body's ability to process things and get them out. The drainage aspect is, are all the toxins going where they're supposed to go? So if we want to bring this back to the human body, our lymphatic system is how we drain stuff from the system. So I always like to use a house example, right? The gutter system of the house is your lymphatic system, right? Collects all the extra rainwater, but then you got to get from the gutter down through the spout to the ground. And that's your liver, right? That's your liver. So it's really, you know, drainage and then detoxification. You got to collect all the gunk and then it needs to be processed and then it's got to get out, right? right? And that's generally either, you know, the bathroom, you know, that's basically what our two mechanisms there. So it's really about do all the toxins have a way to get to the processing plant to be able to get out of the body? So drainage is actually before it's a conversation to have and an awareness to know that that has, the drainage has to happen first before it gets to the liver and the kidneys and throws it out on the skin and acne, eczema, psoriasis, as as you've mentioned, that's fair to say. That is exactly correct. So, yeah. you know, for a lot of us in the society we currently live in, which is sitting in front of a computer all day long, right? Our lymphatic system has no pump. The drainage system has no pump. It's just supposed to drain. And right. when we're not moving, we're not exercising, you know, humans used to move all day, every day. Now we do the complete opposite. So many people have a huge drainage issue because there's no exercise, there's no movement, there's no pumping of the lymphatic system to get the toxic load to the liver to then get out of the body. So, you know, you're exactly right. The skin is your third kidney. Your skin is your lymphatic issue. So, so many people have all these skin things and they're trying to use, you know, medicated creams to drive it deeper into the system, which only gives you a bigger problem later down the road. Right. Yeah, it's just like a big fat barrier and just stop Mm -hmm. here and you're not going to get any further. So it's going to find another way to get out maybe through your lungs. So that can look like asthma. And it's, it's, it's fast. It's such a fascinating when this was first introduced to me, I don't know how many years ago, you know, I've been in this business for over 20, 20 years now, the, the aspect of drainage was 
it kind of blew my brains because we talk so much about, I got to detox, you know, I'm going to go and stop drinking coffee and I'm not going to have any sugar and I'm not going to eat the white stuff. And all of it, I'm going to put my body through all of these kind of kinds of situations, which are pure deprivation. And, and then people end up feeling terrible for a few days, but actually think, Oh, I'm doing the right thing by lessening that, that sort of toxic load. But we actually need to take a step back from that and then keep the conversation going about drainage or even start to have a conversation. If, if anyone listening is like drainage, I've never heard of that. What are you talking about? I would just think of the drain situation, you know, which I also Mm -hmm. used as an analogy as well. So how might you feel if you're not draining? What, 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 what might we, we see first? Is it different to the detoxing? You know, if you're not detoxing well enough, is there some subtleties in there? They're, they're kind of similar since they kind of tie hand in hand. It's like, how do you separate things at that point? Like anyone with any sort of skin issues, they probably have, it's really hard to separate. Like, is this right. a liver issue? Is this a lymphatic issue? Because they really go hand in hand. Right. right? Um, so they, they, they really are together. I mean, I know a lot of people with uh, chronic headaches and migraines, which could be a liver referral. It could also be because of postural things that are going on and the cranium isn't draining properly. I mean, we, we, things can get pretty convoluted, like by us staring at our phones and computers all day long, which our eyes were not designed to do, the eyes actually reflex into the muscles at the base of your skull. And how many people have headaches <laughs> in the base of their Me. skull? Yeah. Right. (laughs) And so all of the lymphatic system, well, the the drainage system of the cranium is called your glymphatic system. And all of that drainage happens right at the base of your skull where those suboccipitals are. So when they're locked up super tight because you've been straining your eyes for a 60 hour work week, you know, now your brain isn't draining and that in turn creates a ton of pressure and that pressure results in headaches. So, you know, people don't often attribute just how a Uh, like looking at your computer and your liver and lymphatic system can tie into you having headaches, Mm. you know, like, like you could, I could almost pretty much tie every single health condition to either detoxification or drainage in some form or, or mechanism. Right. Right. And, and it, and the issue with that primarily is because of what we're drinking and consuming on a daily basis, plus showering and showering in plus putting on our skin, like everything has toxins. And that's not how we evolved as humans. And so people often, you know, will say, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, I live in the same world as you. We just have to choose to make some changes if we want to protect ourselves long term. And unfortunately, you know, it, it costs money to do that. You know, it costs money to have a good water filter. It costs money to have a good shower filter. But would you rather pay a little bit and have good filters or shower and drink chlorine in your tap water? Also, the, like you said, what do you, what is it that you're putting on your skin? So mm-hmm. one of the simplest moisturizers that people can use is something just like coconut oil rather yep. than a list of ingredients on the cream and the potion that you've got for the wrinkles and for the this or for the skin cream or the medications and things like that. I mean, these things are warranted at at times. And again, like you said, this begs a whole other conversation, but just, just to drop a few little seeds in there of, uh, of what you can, you know, you can start to do today. And so many people think I'm going to put oil on my skin. What are you talking about? But that stuff can be really, really helpful. You do see a big, big change. I certainly have. Now, what, even though we've introduced this to listeners, the, the topic of drainage, I my understanding is that we need to be in a situation of right spin. Now, this is yes. going to be really quite new, and we can go into more depth, listeners, if we, you know, if we need to on this one. But what is the situation between right spin and left spin? Again, can you give us a really basic understanding of that? Just so we've got some awareness of what really is going on, because there's so much in our bodies that we don't get. Yeah, there's so much. And before I even get into the left spin, right spin, I want to take a second and go into the concept of drainage and detox one more time. Thank you. A lot of us focus on trying to do things to enhance detox or mm-hmm. create a detox of the body. And I don't agree with that at all, because if you like, you can't clean a dirty pool if you're putting dirty water into the pool. Got right? it. So yep. a detox is just not putting dirty water into the pool. 
So exactly. yes. cleaning up your water source, cleaning up what you put on your skin, cleaning up the, what you're putting in your mouth. Like those are detoxes all by themselves. And you're That's not right. trying to force the body to do anything different except for putting less toxic load on the body for, you know, sunlight grounding, you know, getting out of fight or flight and getting, doing some meditation or yoga and getting into rest and digest is a detox all on its own. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, I just want to communicate that idea. Thank you. Thank you. Because I say that all the time, never in my career have I put a person on detox on a detox yeah. of please go follow yes. this or do that. We mm -hmm. just, as soon as we clean up what's going in, then like you said, that's, you know, it's, it's a whole other level. It's, yeah. it's a detox all on its own. So back to left spin and right spin. So yeah. assuming that our lymphatic system is working okay and assuming that our liver is processing things as it should be, you know, we, we, we progress from these big organ systems down to the cell. So we want to look at each individual cell, almost like each individual person, and want to see, does that cell have the capacity to accept nutrition and to release toxins into what we would call the extracellular matrix or like the cytoplasm so it can go to the lymphatic system and then go to the liver? And out of my, you know, 1200 different clients that I've worked with over the past couple of years, you know, most people that are in left spin, meaning their cells are not absorbing water. Those are the people that run to the bathroom every five minutes. They're not accepting water, right? Um, those are the people that may not be pooping properly, or those are the people that are pooping too much and things are just running through them. So those are the people that are in fight or flight. Those are the people that are highly stressed. And let's think about this for a second. If our brain, if our consciousness has us in this fight or flight mechanism because of there, there's so much going on, then my body is being filled with stress hormones. It's being filled with potentially anger or guilt or shame or whatever emotion is being created by your brain. And you have all these little cells within the environment that's filled with anger, guilt, or shame or fear. So right. do you think that that cell is going to be happy and be like, oh yeah, come on in, no problem. I'll take the fear and guilt and you know, and the body's like, no, no, no. Cell just closes off and is like, I don't want anything to do with that. So in the process, it's not accepting hydration, it's not accepting nutrition, but it's also not getting rid of its toxic byproducts. It's not getting rid of the waste materials that should be leaving the cell. So now you have sluggish cells. Now you have mitochondria, which is, you know, our energy, our powerhouse of the cell. It's not creating energy and people feel lethargic. They feel sluggish. They have brain fog and, and the skin gets bad. Poops are bad. They can't hold their water. They're peeing all night. They're, you know, yeah, I've been, I've been waking up three times a night to go, you know, waking up three times a night to go pee for the last 30 years. It's just what I do. Like, no, <laughs> that is not normal in any sense of the word. So we have to understand that left spin and right spin are very important. And they really refer to the cell's ability to accept nutrition and uh, remove toxic waste from the cell. On a more complicated note, it's really about the osmotic gradient. So moving electrolytes in and out of the cell uh, on right. a more si scientific level. But basically, you know, overall, it's just nutrition in, detoxification out. And if we as practitioners are not assessing left spin, right spin, and trying to address that first, you will not see progress. And the typical left spin person is the person that needs to do everything right. And they get micro progress and they have a bad weekend and they go five miles backwards. That is wow. your typical left spin person. Okay. So how do you correct left spin? How do you correct left spin? So first we have to be able to assess to see if someone has left spin. And unfortunately, okay. you know, there's muscle testing. I specifically use a, a method called EAV, electroacupuncture according to Vol. It's bioenergetic medicine. And through our methods, we can assess to see if someone is, is accepting nutrition and draining. And if they are not, then we have to test to see what specific remedy or, or a supplement, as you guys would call it typically, what supplement this person needs in order to try to correct that left spin and get it into right spin. So it, it, the, it, the solution is pretty easy when you know what you're looking for and when you understand what's going on. And as soon as we correct left spin into right spin, it's like the house has power again. Boom. 
You flip really? the breaker, the power's on, and now the body has the potential to heal. So if I have someone who's in left spin, there is no way I'm giving them any detox because they're going to feel like crap. They're going to go through a Herxheimer, and you're trying to force the body to do something that it can't do. So the first yep. thing we need to do is get the power on in the house. When the power's on, what happens? All your appliances reset. You got to fix the clocks. You got to do all sorts of things. So just by getting someone from left spin into right spin, I've already done a, a major service to that person and their body. And their body's already going to start cleaning stuff up right away. So just mm -hmm. having a simple you know, water filter that gets chlorine out of the water. Two good uh, suggestions for you guys who are listening. Santivia and zero. Those are two really good uh, companies that actually filter some of the chlorine out of the water. So just, you know, getting chlorine out of your water and getting someone into right spin is already enough work for the first phase, which, you know, might take 10 to 14 days to just let the system clean itself out. And then we reassess and decide what the next step is for there. So for all of my clients, left spin, right spin is at the very top of the list as one of the first things we do. Okay. And for listeners, I'll pop that information that Jer that Jason just shared with us in the show notes. So you'll find that on leannephillipson.com if you want to look into that filtration system a little bit uh, in a little bit more depth, because those things are really important to to follow up in if, you've, if your interest is peaked anyway. I think, you know, this is one of the questions I'd prepared for us is, do you suggest that people go through some sort of detox, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm going to do three days of apple cider vinegar and <laughs> uh, God, I don't even know what it is anymore. Like celery juice. And, uh, oh, I think I can put maple syrup in with my apple cider vinegar, or I'm just going to juice my way through three days and I'm going to come out the other side and be completely re-energized and everything. I'm, I'm, I think you're going to say no way, Jose. Yeah, there, there, there's no way. I mean, it, it, if I'm being honest, you know, in the 90s, maybe early 2000s, some of these type of mechanisms could have worked for people. But, you know, at 2021, with the amount of polysystemic conditions, you know, multiple conditions that people have, the amount of load on their system, a detox is simply removing the sugar from your diet. A detox right. is simply switching to organic food. A detox is simply getting a chlorine shower filter or a chlorine water filter for, for your house or what you're drinking. Like those are all detoxes in of themselves because a detox to me is removing toxic load from the system, right? right? That's the first step. The first step is to remove toxic load. The second step in a detox is to make sure that the system can actually get things out, right? The yep. system has to be able to get the toxic load out of the body. So that was the left spin conversation we just had. The second part of that is, are they pooping? Do they poop every day? Are they having right. good bowel movements? You know, yep. on top of that, are you drinking enough water? Good quality <laughs> water. So uh -huh. everything I just listed there, people could be like purchasing this kid and that kid and blah, blah, blah to do their detoxes. But people won't do the what? Six, seven things that I just said there. And that's why they will not see success. And that's why they feel like they're going through a battering ram trying to get their energy back because they're just fighting a system that is not functioning properly. And so, no, I do not recommend any of those things. Juice cleanses can do more harm than good. I mean, uh, even if with the juice cleanses to be, you know, just like off on a little tangent here, you know, yeah. juicing a, a bunch of conventional fruits and vegetables is not good because you're just loading yourself up with glyphosate among other chemical residues. And then if you go in the direction of organic stuff, then you're loading yourself up on heavy metals. And God forbid you're not methylating because then you're just collecting these heavy metals in the system, which could create more problems. So, you know, eat things the way that they were designed. You know, there's a lot of fiber in fruits and vegetables and it's good for us. As soon as you yep. start juicing all that fruit, you remove the fiber. Next thing you know, your blood sugar is spiking. You're gaining weight, even though you think you should be losing weight because it's so good for you. Like, you know, there, there's layers. And unfortunately with our social media these days, it gets pretty gimmicky for a lot of people. And so just be aware as to who you're putting time and energy into and where you're putting your money. And, you know, think, a little bit deeper about what it is that they're offering you because if they're not having some of the conversations that we're speaking about today and they're just trying to push you some kit uh it, it may not be the answer 
for you right away. Thank you very much. And I love the tangent about the methylation and the glyphosate for anybody that went glypha who, what are you talking about? That is a herb, it's a pesticide, which we try and stay away from as much as possible. So perhaps that means we're going to have to have uh, Jason back again to go into some more of these details, but we'll wait to hear your feedback on what Jason has had to say today and you know where to find us. So, uh, well, actually everyone knows where to find me, but Jason, where can people find more information about you uh, if they want to? This will also be in the show notes just in case you're maybe driving, listening to this and you don't grab it. But for anyone who's got a pen, hit it, Jason. Yeah. So quantumhealth.ca, quantumhealth.ca, you have access to who I am, my booking schedule. I have a podcast coming out soon. Yeah. Super excited. So, you know, I'm, I'm working on creating a lot of content around you know, almost an individual podcast for everything we spoke about today right. uh, to really go in depth because, you know, as awesome as this was to really get people where they need to get to, it takes yeah. a lot of re-education and a it willingness um, on you guys as listeners to not just be spoon fed. You have to take responsibility for your health. And to be honest, if you don't invest time and energy in trying to learn these things, there's nobody that's just going to start telling you it. Like it's just, it's right. just not going to happen. You know, yeah. you got to go looking for it. Thank you so much for this first conversation. I'm going to say, cause it, I think there's going to be more for us to discuss and uh, yeah, you can go to Jason's uh, Jason's website. You can, can keep up to date with what he's got going on and we'll definitely look forward to your podcast as well coming out because it, as you said, everything that we just talked about certainly warrants a lot more going into it, but I hope that this has piqued your interest as you've been listening to everything that Jason has said. So thanks so much, Jason. Thank you for having me. Can't wait for the next one. Any information and details expressed during this podcast can be found at SproutRight.com or LeannePhillipson.com. Jason, for such an in-depth journey of ideally what our bodies need to be doing for health and the tips on how we can best support that. Chris, was there one thing in particular that you took away from all the gems that Jason shared with us? You know what? First of all, it was the fact that he went off on a tangent. I was so proud of him at that moment because that's what we do on this show. We go off on tangents all the time. Yes. (laughs) So he's like, I'm going to take a little tangent. Like, hey, man, you take the off ramp on the highway. You go right ahead because please do. that's what we do around here. It's just a a normal, regular conversation where one thought doesn't always lead to the next. Um, Beyond that... Just his explanation, I think, of drainage in general on a yep. very simple level, um, his explanation of sort of the, uh, the the left and the right spin, which I'd never yeah. heard of up until now, uh, unless you nope. were talking basketball, I never heard of a left or right spin. <laughs> of course. Right? So, I mean, it, I, was the, I was the little kid in the front row, right, at the assembly, yep. like with his legs yep. crossed, staring up at him yep. with a blank look on my face going, wow. This just makes me smile. So I I love that it, it has landed for you because these are all new concepts for you, Chris, and yep. also for li- listeners too. So we know, anybody that's listened to us before, we know that everything's got to kind of pass the Chris test <laughs> on the understanding. And once you get into three or four syllables and, you know, when Dr. B says something or even when J- Jason dropped a few of those in there, it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I know Chris is not going to get that. And if Chris is not getting that, listeners aren't either. So let's just explain that a bit more. <laughs> right. That's 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 why you and I do so well what we do together here. It, I think it's really a, important. It's kind of a backhanded compliment, sort of, but I don't mind. It's, I, a, <laughs> it's totally meant as a compliment. So take it as you like. <laughs> And I say that because you've told me how much you've learned while we've been going through this whole process, right? Yeah, totally. And and if it flies above your head, because this is new for you, right? I've been doing this for 20 years. I get in my zone of genius and can talk all that babble stuff, but I don't want to. I want to make sure that this is understandable for everyone, no matter what level you're coming at. If I, if I we're talking to another professional at this who does this all the time, everything that, that gets said is, is a great reminder. So... We try and hit everybody on every level. That's what we're doing here too. So whether you call it cleansing, detoxing, or drainage, allowing your body to rid what it doesn't need, as I said off the top, is a long game. It's the long game of life. 
The first step or the second step, depending on how you want to look at it, is to not give your body that much work in the first place. This is where truthfully the balance comes in. Now, this doesn't mean check out all the ice cream, get rid of all the wine, all of those things. You know, you've heard me say this before, that you just need to balance that out somewhere. And, you know, if you're just having a day or you're having a few days and it just all falls out, goes out the window and you fall right off the wagon. okay. that doesn't mean you have to do a detox to get back on it. You just make those small changes that you know that you can do. And as you're drinking the filtered water, as Jason said, you know that you're doing the best that you can for your body. Now, I do want to give you just a quick, short list of my non-negotiables, and it really is in line with what Jason says. So the hydration, he talked a lot about that. You've got to drink at least 1.5 liters of water every single day. And when you think about it, not that we love to go and buy those 500 ml bottles of water because of all the plastic, that's another conversation. But if you think of having three of those in a day, it might be a bit more achievable. Some people like to have a massive bottle and you make sure that you get through it, however it works for you. In our recent episode about coffee with Dr. B, he actually said that coffee, but without anything in it, no sugar, no milk, no additions to it, is hydrating. So don't think when people say, oh, but my coffee is hydrating, not your cappuccino, frap, whip, whatever it is that you go and order when you when you go, not hydrating. Okay, let's make sure that, that we're clear on that. Herb teas, they count as water too. And as we're recording this, it's winter here right now. Most of my water consumption comes from various teas. And also an, an aside, juice, unless it's diluted by at least half water, doesn't count as hydration. It's a bit more like the you know coffee with all the extras in it. Number two, fruits and veggies. There are days that go by when I know that people just don't eat it just because I don't know why fast food is a banana, is an apple is even a pear. That's the fastest food possible. Wash. Yes, you got to get rid of all of those chemical residues and eat it. Even just a handful of berries for the sake of the nutrients that you get. Those plant nutrients that don't even have a name yet. All the fiber, all the antioxidants that I talk about and have even put into my Kid Boost product so that you can stir it and drink it. Again, more hydration. You must have at least five servings of fruits and vegetables going into you every day. Now I'll share a link on the philipson.com what a serving size looks like in the show notes just in case you're a little bit confused don't get too hung up on it but also know that three blueberries is not a serving size so if you think oh i had some today because there were blueberries inside your muffin that really is a cupcake and it, you kind of think oh there's my blueberries Mm-mm. nope sorry not cutting it <laughs> all right number three is oh, fiber she knows all of my secrets <laughs> i know i know everyone's secrets believe me <laughs> further to that sort of cupcake stroke muffin is that it has no fiber in it that's my number three you gotta have the fiber because that's how you're gonna poo more And Jason and I have both talked about that. So that looks like your whole grains. That's brown rice instead of white rice. That's quinoa. That's whole oat flakes. Not those small packets that you pick up with the brown maple sugar in it. And you think, oh, yeah, that's good. Leanne said to get some oats. No, you just add boiling water to it. They're super quick cook oats, which means that they've been cut more, so less fiber. But holy smokes, talk about the sugar and extras that are put into that it's a whole other food altogether so soak those oats overnight i've got great recipes in my award-winning book spread right family food you could even make a batch of chia pudding that recipe is in there too uh try that for a few days you can have a snack throw in some blueberries to that have it for breakfast whip up even the blender pancakes that's also another recipe in my book instead of maybe just having like white toast for breakfast it's an excellent swap some of the extras that jason didn't know necessarily talk about, but I wanted to highlight our skin brushing. You can get brushes that's that to help you to get rid of the dead skin. You need to exfoliate. Just give yourself a scrub in the shower with, you know, a face cloth that's kind of been around a little while and is a little more, a little rougher than something super soft so that your skin can eliminate better without a barrier of dry, dead skin in the way. Then take a few deep breaths a few times a day so that you know that you're clearing out your lungs, right? Remember, that is also detoxification. Movement from walks, rebounding. That's incredible. If you don't have a rebounder at home, I don't. So just go and jump a little bit. Jump on the bed, jump on the couch, put a pillow on the floor and jump on that. It's incredible for your lymphatics. Yoga. 
Okay, I can't say enough about yoga. There are people out there that are like, ugh, can't do yoga because I want to do a proper workout. Holy smokes, can you get some serious yoga classes going on? A favorite of mine is Yoga with Adrian and her monthly calendars. I'm just wrapping up or she's just wrapped up a whole 30 days of breathe. That's the, the January calendar that she had going on. And it actually just helps me to follow a leader without ha- having to decide, oh, what class do I feel like doing today? It's like, this is what's happening today. And on we go. If you're into workouts, using weights, you're running, you're cycling, you've got some gusto going on, be sure that you're hydrating more and refueling so those muscles can repair and you can help eliminate that lactic acid. It's got to get out of your body. You need to detox and get that lactic out of your body. Otherwise, of course, you're going to feel stiff and sore. A long soak in the bath, that would be incredible with Epsom salts, some baking soda, maybe some nice oils can go in there. And it's also can be full of self-love because Jason spoke to this a little bit. Your emotions also need to be taken into account with detoxification. If you're holding on to resentment, anger, frustration, and all of those things, that creates a whole other level of stuckness that you've got to shift and get rid of. So there you have it. Detox and drainage. Really, I hope you understand that the drainage is the first step. And the next step then is into the detoxification. And I hope also a lot of people coming up to different times of year, they think, okay, it's like spring cleaning time. I better do this for my body and I'll go get this potion and all these things that they're going to help my body detox. Go back and listen to exactly what Jason has suggested that you do on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be 10 steps. It doesn't have to be 10 pills. Yes, there are certain supplements that you can take to help all of this, but really just start with the simple things. Drink that water, eat that great food, and make sure you've got the fiber and make sure you're eliminating. You would be amazed at how good you can feel. So thank you so much for joining us today on Eat This with Leanne. Another incredible episode and show in the bag. And I just thank you so much for being along. You'll find the show notes and more information on leannephillipson.com. And as always, eat this one mouthful at a time.